0: The club has been sold with immediate effect. This football club is no longer owned by Mike Ashley.
1: You multi-maniacs! This is the Exiled Journeys podcast. great strike! You can say top line! Your source for everything Newcastle United. You leases and lunatic! Trippier
0: with the free! Oh, oh yes! Oh! What a goal! I will love it if we beat
1: them. Love it. You've seen Jameson Park Spot. Now, here are your hosts, Alex, Morgan, Adam, and Brad. Hello and welcome to the Exile Geordies. We are back. It's Brad and it's Alex. What's up, man?
0: What's going on? How we doing? It's only been six months.
1: Yeah, it's it's just life, man. Kids and work and... Scheduling, you know.
0: See, we're the exiled majority, but I'm sure all all twelve of our uh, listeners feel more <laughs> exiled than ever. Now we'll try to we'll try to bring them back. Yeah,
1: we'll try to keep them in here. And yeah, we have uh, plenty to to cover, and actually fun things to talk about for once, uh, which seems like the new the new normal. Hopefully, the new
0: normal. Yeah, the new normal.
1: Yeah. Well, I feel. I think that it is. Yeah, I think I think this was like the fitting uh, podcast to return on. Right, we we just have a it feels like once a year maybe maybe like once every other year <laughs> at least like we just smash what hers, did we, right?
0: What choice did we have? you know we've had every reason in the world like you said with, with wives and families and commitments and work to not but but it's in it you know it's occasions like this where where we remember <laughs> there, there's a reason that you and i met in the first place right yep. that, that we started talking to each other and it's about a magnificent um Magical sport and what we what we saw this morning was Has to be the pinnacle at least up to this point of either of our fandoms I'm really struggling to come up with anything that even came close to what we saw today.
1: Yeah, I mean one of the highlights for sure was um, when you uh, were able to, to go to, to, to London and kind of experience the Just the the feeling around Atmos- the, the yeah the atmosphere around uh playing in a cup final and it felt like man this is the first of hopefully many um and obviously that that fell flat at least at least the outcome of that single match but
0: yeah the outcome and that's a fair point i don't think we even got yeah. a chance to yeah tell our you know listeners about that so i'll, I'll give a quick yeah little. um soliloquy but well yes i so as alex mentioned alex mentioned i did I flew over to England um, mm. for the cup final, despite not having tickets. I had an opportunity at the very last minute to get tickets, but they were two grand a piece. And, and I was seriously debating it. And I went out to the casinos in an, in an effort to <laughs> make the money to to afford the ticket. And while I did end up in the black, I did not make the four grand that we would have needed for the pair of tickets. So we, we um, instead went to... Uh, a pub that was recommended to me it was actually on the like call it fan guide um that they gave to anybody who was in london for the game that didn't have tickets which which okay. as i'm sure everybody listening knows was about what was it 100,000 supporters wow. um okay. some some ludicrous figure um and and so we went to the pub and we got there at a place called the Dolphin, not far from King's Cross, at around 10 o'clock in the morning. After having a breakfast nearby, and spent the, essentially the entire day there until you know we, the, the the match was over. And we ventured out, had dinner, and then the rest of the night ensued, which was just total debaucherous <laughs> Newcastle filled um, insanity that I won't go too far into detail on, but I'll, I'll tell you it was. A very good time, um, and it ended with a, with a, with a very grown man um, burying his head in my neck and sobbing in happiness that somebody like me would fly the five thousand miles or however far it was, um, <laughs> to watch his little um you know oil or steel steel town yeah. um you know team compete in a cup final. It was uh, it was it was it was, it, it, it was surreal. Um, he sent me home with his bucket hat. <laughs> to give to my daughter as her first gift from the Geordie's type of joy in this, in this man. So, uh, if you're listening, um, man, whose name I've already forgotten, uh, I I will always appreciate that. No, it was, it that's was amazing. a re- very, very cool night. Um, yeah, it was, it was a crazy weekend. I recovered. It took me two weeks to recover from it. That's how <laughs> insane it was. My wife was not happy.
1: That's a great story. And that's something that you can, you literally have a memento to, to save forever, but like, literally the me- the memory of that is, is something that you'll have forever too. That's super there cool.
0: are a lot of people who would think that flying that far um, to go and watch your team, as you said, fall flat and, you know, not to say not compete. They, they were, they did compete, mm-hmm. but yep. to not score a goal and lose a cup final, that was so, it felt so anticlimactic, um, you know, from our, from our standpoint at least would, you know, would feel in any way like a, waste of time, a waste of money. it truly was quite the opposite. It was one of the greatest few days of my life despite the way that it ended because of who I got to spend it with. Mm-hmm. And there's not you you know you can't imagine walking through the streets of London, not even in Newcastle and just right. being absolutely surrounded by Geordies out in song, even after losing chance in bars at three o'clock in the morning. It was insane. It, it was no fans travel like that Um, it was incredible
1: Yeah, that's super cool. And I think yeah, it's like that was our our first moment of like, you know, we've we've it, it's it's sort of like we've Continued to to get results and even when eddie came in we we definitely turned around the season last year but now it's like we started out well, okay, we're not losing. We're we're drawing some some matches that we think we can win. We're stringing together some results and now it's just like okay, it's been almost the entire season. We're in third and like playing so well and this this is like the I this is like the culmination of that uh today, this morning, like you said. It's just like this is real. This is real. Like this team is awesome.
0: How is your week leading up to this? Because obviously we all know we all knew going into this that this was the biggest match of the season. Obviously, we know there's a match away at, at Chelsea. I don't know what you call them anymore. But, you know, Of <laughs> course, there's a match. With Arsenal, that, that is going to be, of course, difficult. Yep. Um, and a bunch of others that, that, in theory, shouldn't be nearly as hard, right? But this was the one that we'd all sort of circled on the calendar as pivotal. Everybody had. What were your feelings going into it? Yeah, About I kind of thought... Yes. No, like what?
1: Well. Yeah, I mean, we we obviously have have gotten some good results over the past few weeks, but the Villa match, it just felt like I I was I was w- hoping that we would respond quickly in the in the Tottenham match because I was w- hoping that we weren't kind of r- just running out of steam just that little bit. There had been even a couple other matches where we we snagged a result late um, or just looked. We, we weren't taking them the game to teams or maybe Villa had found a way to play against Newcastle and not that like the, the season would be undone, but just like, ah, uh, maybe there's a chink in the armor, but I was hoping like, I, I'm still confident. I'm still confident that, that we, you know, sometimes like, it seems like we can be Spurs bogey team. If the, it, it seems like if anybody could uh, many teams seem to be I able to do that at times. That yeah. 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 Um, but, yeah. the, but even like the, the last day of, of Rafa's first, interim season here you know the 5-1 and so I knew we could get a result but I thought if we start fast we'll be okay and it was like oh could you literally in the history of the Premier League not score five goals faster than that so uh yeah I was I wasn't nervous um because even if we lost we still had a shot but I thought hey I'm conf I'm quietly confident how are you uh I I was i was
0: concerned but never felt i was concerned because of the villa result but i also actually concerned is the wrong word Concerned is the wrong word because my my rhetoric or when i when i spoke to friends and family who asked me about it this entire week my, my perspective was good teams lose games all the time um and that on that day we ran into villa in a very good run of form for them where they were the home team they executed a game plan and we struggled to cope with that which is it happens to the best teams um it happens to good teams generally it doesn't happen to the best ones but it happens to good teams so my my thinking was you know and remember you'll remember the podcast that we that we had probably like the second (laughs) most recent one where i said how important home form was for us this year um you know and and That was a tough away fixture and a theoretically difficult atmosphere. And there are a million reasons why the team didn't perform that day. Mm -hmm. But as we've said, as you said, this team has responded to adversity essentially the entire season. To setbacks and adversity. Um, So, no, I wasn't concerned. I was annoyed that after losing that match, we had put ourselves in a position where we could somehow end up level on points with a team that we are so clearly better than that it didn't feel just. It felt like that would be unjust. So I would say I was more like I was scared that the wrong wrong referee, uh, the wrong, you know, VAR situation Mm -hmm. could result in a really unfortunate turn of events for us that sort of, you know, sparked a negative end to the season, and that is nothing other than being a <laughs> um, superstitious pessimist. Because that is what we all are, right? With with our with the teams that we we support, unfortunately. Um, so that's how I would describe my 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 vibe, my attitude leading up to the match.
1: Okay, yeah, that's fair. <clears throat> I think, yeah, there's a lot of like you still. I like weekly have to shake off the the former Newcastle feelings like, no, this is different. This is going to be different. And it's still gonna be tough. But like, I have to like reset my brain and be like, nope, good things can happen. Uh, Everybody at this club is pulling in the same direction. So it's okay. Like, it's going to be okay. Um, And it quickly was today. Um, Do you want to like talk through like how you experienced the match, like any, any moments that it was like, this is real. Like, I mean, I feel like at this point, I don't know what the betting odds would be, but it's pretty, it would be, it would be ours to lose for sure. At this point for champion. Yeah. It, it is ours. It is ours
0: to lose. And then frankly it's been ours to lose for yeah. quite some time with the game with the game in hand. Mm-hmm. Um, But yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll talk through today. I, you know, at, at minute zero, I felt yeah, this could be, um, you know, it's it, it's anyone's match, but we're at home and we should get a result. But often when you should get a result, you don't. Um, and then minute one, I felt we'd won. Um, the moment that the first goal went in, I felt really no matter what else happens here, this team is not the team we have seen come out of the locker room for the last three matches, despite the fact that we've won two of them. Because we could have easily conceded um, in the first couple of minutes against West Ham, and we were lucky not to. And then we battered them because we're a better team than them. But, it, you know, you know how goals change matches.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: In this case, goal changed the match. Because I think everybody – I think everyone knew that they had come here or, or, you know, you know, they were up for a job, but they actually did it um, – and the moment that that goal went in, I think you could kind of see, like, they knew that they had accomplished what Eddie asked them to do that had really not maybe happened quickly enough for the last few matches. Um, so, and yes, the moment that the first goal went in, I thought three points. Mm-hmm. One way or another, we're going to get there. But, of course, never in my wildest dreams would would the next 10 minutes and then, you know, I guess 21 minutes right happen the way that they did. Um and I'll say this much, as embarrassing as it is, that in the fifth, when the fifth went in, I actually hit the ground, back on the ground, head looking at the ceiling in a moment of complete euphoria. Um, and I cried a little bit. You know,
1: <laughs>
0: because, and, and I think that, you know, listeners are going to laugh and my family laughed at me wildly as they watched me um, sit there. But... Yeah, like you could argue, like, oh, it's what are you doing? Like, it's a regular, it's a regular season game. Um, this isn't you didn't even you know you didn't even win the Champions League, you didn't win the league, whatever this and that. But to me, thinking about the last thirteen years with this club, or whatever, however long it's been, something along those lines. Like, I don't know that I've I know, I know that I have not experienced a moment that was just so filled with this is a new this new era is here to stay and it will only get better because think about some of the great wins that we've had right Mm
1: -hmm.
0: none of them they all pale deeply in comparison with what we accomplished in that first half i have watched what are there 38 uh match weeks and 20 teams that play that's Nineteen times thirty, I, I don't know. It's a lot, it's like five hundred matches or some shit over the course of a season. And I maybe that my math is wrong. I'm very tired. <laughs> but whatever it is, I, I watch a lot of soccer. Um I've never seen anything like that from any team. I've never seen anything like that from Man City because they said the stat today. Yeah. What was it? Five goals in the first half against Watford? I've scored five goals in the first half against <laughs> Watford. Like, we just, we just went out and not just, like, we took every ounce of dignity that one of the better teams in world football, everybody is going to roll their eyes at that because we know they're shit right now. But let's be realistic, right? Like, Spurs are a top 20 team in the world, whether you like it or not. Mm-hmm. Well, not that, you know. Um, and we, we went and we took everything from them. Everything. <sighs> It was so easy. I, 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 and you see comments, I mean, we, I, I'm ranting, but comments about, you know, how does Emerson Royal think so highly of himself that he could just, you know, he's so much better than Spurs after the match based on his agent's comments. And I'm thinking to myself, well, I am, I don't know. I think he has every right to feel whatever he wants about himself because Jacob Murphy Just went and and blew away a a team that would never have let him in their side. Yeah. So I think that the proof is in the pudding. That yeah, you can blame players, blame you know this and that, but at the end of the day, no one at Spurs should really judge themselves (laughs) based on this shit. That the system is rotten. Um, I I don't know. It's I don't even know that that point was coherent. I just (laughs) feel as though we are so much further than we thought we would be what we just saw other teams don't do the best teams don't do that have you ever seen that before
1: no i have not
0: i feel like this is gonna i honestly think it's a shame we didn't go and score four more because i think that either way this is going to be remembered what long after we're dead but it, it almost deserved that like The first half, we were. It was the. I think it was the best first half performance by a team in Premier League history. I would love for anybody to challenge me on that. I I can't. I because I don't think it's fair. You can't say, oh, the opposition were bad. No, the opposition were bad because we were good.
1: Yeah. So on its
0: merit, I think it's it's the best.
1: Yeah, and there was even some some of the the color commentator today was, you know, very harsh on Spurs, which is part of it. But like, every every you know turnover that they had was forced by Newcastle every every goal scored was was put put in position by the the attacking team that put Spurs on their heels Um, so yeah I, I would give Newcastle just as much credit because it's not like Spurs had nothing to play for they had everything to play for and still Newcastle came out and said you're not gonna you're not gonna touch us you're not gonna even be close we're just gonna bury you immediately and and just play out the rest of this game." And it's funny that you say that about, you know, your emotions after the fifth goal, because I came into this pod thinking, like, I have to talk about this. But so they score the first one and you're kind of like, oh, my gosh, like, holy cow. okay we scored two minutes in and then uh, in the second minute. But it was really a minute. So then Jolinton scores. And of course, like in perfect Jolinton fashion, like he has to fall down to be able to score or he misses. Like, (laughs) I, I just love it. But but like. What happened after the goal, he scores, he falls down, and he, like, in just absolute bedlam, like, just runs to the corner, slides on his knees, is freaking out, and then Willick and Isak come and, like, jump on him, and they're just overcome with emotion. And then, of course, Bruno comes and just grabs Jolinton's face, and they're just forehead to forehead, and I just start crying. I'm just like, this is so stupid, but, like, I'm so – like – I never imagined that this passion could be I knew it was somewhere in there, but that this could like really be happening. And I'm just like this is like my wife's going to like roll her eyes out of her head at me. But like, I don't even care. I'm like, this is all I ever wanted. I don't even care where they finish. It's just that this means so much to the players. And you see the the supporters just this is all they've ever wanted is just a team that would put everything on the pitch to just get a result that matters you know, today, like we've, we put the Villa match behind us and we come out and we can control, we can control. And it was just like, yes, fine. Yes, this is it. Like, you know, and then like when Murphy scores his second, he's just like, did that just happen? Like, and I'm just in the same place. Like, I guess. And you know, I don't even, and then you go to Willick's ludicrous, ludicrous assist. It's just like, this is this is too much. I mean, it was just yeah. Was Will, just... Willick's
0: pass, I think, is past oh, the season.
1: Oh, Gosh, yeah. Um, and...
0: Yeah, I, I you know. You're you're everything you're saying is um. <laughs> it's, it's you look back and it feels like a fever dream. Yeah. You know, like like I I honestly I feel today like I like this morning I was sick with some sort of loopy loopy fever because that's the only way that everything happened. Could have happened, um, but and I loved listening to Jacob Murphy's interview. Right, like I know that I'm sort of like re rehashing um, content. Oh, no, it's fine. Uh, you know, from the internet, but the but you know, I, I was almost like I remember watching him thinking, oh, like I'm wondering, is he just shocked that he scored like <laughs> that? But I, the, the, I sort of in my head, I landed on like I think he's just. Uh, he's just bamboozled by what is going on and is glad to be a part of it. And that's essentially what he said. Like, he, he was like, no, it has nothing to do with scoring the goal. I just couldn't believe we were up three nothing that easily. <laughs> like, this is, this is stuff that, you know, I, I, my mind goes to like the, I don't know if you've seen that like joke video on like Funny or Die of the volleyball player who keeps getting the ball back over the net <laughs> by it hitting him in the face. Yes. Like it, it looked, watching the match today, it looked like playing FIFA on beginner to see how many goals you could score. It was that easy for them. <laughs> yeah. right? And you got Isak running around saying like, this is it? Yeah, yeah. Like this is this is what we're playing today? I mean, I am, I again, I keep saying this because it hasn't happened before. I have never seen an expression like that on a face of a, of a player. I, I mean, what have we, we've seen multiple players bag five goals since we've been watching all the way back to, I'm specifically remembered watching Dimitar Berbatov and Darren Bent do it. When I first got into the sport. Um, and I don't remember an expression on any of their faces quite like what our players had today. And I don't think it's a sign of disrespect. I think it's a sign of just, I, I, I don't know. I mean, honestly, if it is good, I guess, you know, whatever is in the Gatorade, keep drinking it. Um, yeah. It's just a very special day. And I, I you know, I think all the, the rhetoric around like, is it the passing of the torch? Like, no, honestly, the torch was passed the moment the season began yeah. because we've been better than them the whole time, but it is nice to see it, to to do the double over Spurs in a season where we've now what we've outscored them, uh, eight to two. Um, you know, it, it just, they're awful. They're awful. And we are, so much fucking better than them, and then you see articles where they ask questions about, um, you know, Newcastle on the verge of qualifying, qualifying, qualifying for Champions League. Are they ready? Well, I don't know about you, but teams that do what what we did today are ready for the Champions League.
1: Yeah, and I think honestly, like if you look at even the way that this team has been built, like it's like they they took all the all the mold and the the rot from Mike Ashley's era and kind of like just cut it out but they kept the frame of like what was what was I mean I was just even thinking about like the fact that that Graham Jones was was here and um you know I mean I think he was even on like Jason Tindall's staff at Bournemouth but it was like nope nope we're gonna keep you because you're valuable and like Jacob Murphy you're gonna have a spot in our in our team like Obviously, I, I just think it's so incredible the way that this project has been built so far. So many of the players that are contributing in this team, like even the mo- one of the most expensive ones in ASM wasn't part of this today. and uh, and Joe Linton is a different player than he was when he was part of this team. So like even those two are are even different. and like this has been built such the right way. It's like you look at even a Liverpool that had spent a bunch of money. But it, like, you know, it doesn't make them better. We're just better because of the way that our head coach and manager and, like, the whole club is, like, bought into this. And so, yeah, I mean, would Champions League be tough? Yes, but they would have the ability to invest, and I trust them to invest properly and, like, in a way that complements who they have here. Um, And for the players, like, it doesn't take long for the Sven Botmans and the and the and the Brunos to just like fall in love with this and like like even like Karen Trippier like coming back to England and being like yeah I think I think I want to want to take this on and it's like even for all of them I think it's like a holy shit moment like oh like this is it this is the like this can be the pinnacle of my career is being a part of this and it's like that's the type of thing you carry this like I mean even down to like. And we'll rant. I get get on a rant about this, but like the way that Eddie Howe has them, like we're gonna be more fit than you. We're gonna play. We're gonna we're gonna give more effort than you on a on a on a minute to minute basis. We're gonna make subs that are gonna come on and. And, you know, for a while there, it felt like we were we were a team that was just annoying enough to beat teams. But now we're like cohesive enough and clinical enough. It's like, wait, what? When was when did that happen? Because for a while I I was worried that we weren't going to be able to score goals. And now we're like fifth in the league in goals. And, you know, one of the best teams defensively by far. So it's like, no, this is the perfect way that they could have built this. And like you said, be ready for Champions League, you know, add here or there. Um, I mean, we're still playing a, really a, an an older center half at left back. Um, Trippier is an older uh, fullback. Shar is not really like a a defensive stalwart center back. Um, there's there's players in this side like Sean Longstaff's a homegrown player. Like Jacob Murphy was brought in from Norwich City, and these these guys, Eddie Howe, who who people thought, you know maybe was like a mid-table manager at most are third in the league and you know you can say anything about Chelsea or or Liverpool or or Spurs but Newcastle have have grabbed it by the by the throat and put themselves in this position and so they deserve it and I think they'll be fine if they if they when they qualify for Champions League
0: yeah, it does it does right now it does really seem like a like a win. And of course they, you know, yes, the team has to go out. They really need to, to probably win four more matches to to be certain of anything. I don't know if that mm-hmm. math adds up, I think it is basically how it would work. And you know, given given the, the, the teams that Spurs have to play anyway. Um, though in truth I don't expect that Spurs are gonna end up in fifth either. I, I think it'll be someone else, probably Brighton on Merit.
1: Yeah. Um, i have got the, three uh, games in hand.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I, they, are, they are quite good. I felt horrible for them today oh, in, yeah. in their cup final and horrible for Sally March. Yeah, but that's... That's, that's what we're here to talk about. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, yes, I think that, you know, as you said, um, investment will come and it will be much – it's already gotten easier um, but now it's different caliber of, of easier once once this job is finished, uh, and I expect that we will. Um, and it's just going to change everything really for us as fans because the experience is is entirely different now. And honestly, from a content standpoint, we're going to have a lot more to talk about, a lot more to extremely exciting. Um, yeah, you know, so that much is 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 just this is just the the best thing it really is the, be- is the best thing that could have happened, happened today, um, to set us on this trajectory and not be, you know, as something that could have gotten in the way, it could have gotten in the way. And instead, um, it's really been, a, a, a I think a defining, the defining moment of our season. When, when we're looking at it at the end, that, that's what it will be. Um, and, and I think, um, yeah, I mean, I think that, that, that everyone on the pitch, everybody, every, as you said, they're all working towards the same goal in the same direction. And, and it's just a harmony at the club now that has not existed there since we have begun. And we're lucky enough, frankly, that that harmony has happened and coincided with absolute turmoil in the clubs that should be competing with us.
1: Yep. Um. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun to to continue to watch this team and see where they uh, where their ceiling is. I don't think right at, at this point there is one. Um, so I well, I'm glad that we did this. I'm glad that we were able to get back behind the mic and and talk about this crazy team. Anything that you want yeah. to kind of wrap up with? His last thoughts.
0: Um, I mean, I I guess I, I, the last thing I would ask you is. What was of – the, of the six goals we scored, what was your favorite?
1: Oh, I mean, I don't know. I think – I think the Willick pass just makes that third one just like and, – and, you know, each each one is like, oh, we went up two, oh, we went up three. Like, each one was at – a, at a, added another level of, like, chaos to it. But just that first touch pass was just like, come on, like – if these guys, like, that's, with as I watched that third one, it's like, okay, uh, that was uh, Willick's pass. Like, if Willick is, like, the fifth best player in a team, like, and he can just pull that out of his pocket, it's like, yeah, we're going to be pretty damn good. So, th- I think that yeah. one just stood out just as, like, mental, like, that, I, I, like, I made noises, I made couch noises when that pass <laughs> happened. Yeah. Yeah,
0: I I think I agree with the. I mean, I'm not going to answer the same way just because we're on a podcast and we should disagree. Um, but no, I mean that the the pass was so good, like it was so good, and I don't know the moment just seeing it, be like, did he just do that? Like, holy yeah, crap, like how did he do that? Um, but no, I I will uh, for argument's sake, I will say the third goal because. Jacob Murphy from range yeah. after what, after we've been, t- you know, I've been talking about him in a less than flattering light for quite some time. Um, I mean, and and it's not even like I all of a sudden feel like Jacob Murphy, critical player in Newcastle's club. It's more just that it's more representative of how insanely good this club really is in that the player that I consider to be essentially the weakest regular player is miles better than really any spur on that field today. Yeah. Like he was so much better than all of them. Like yeah, Harry Kane, he scored his goal. Good for you. Like I honestly thought at one point, Harry Kane was going to walk over to our bench and ask for a Jersey. <laughs> I really thought it was like, you know what? It's just much quicker if I just take this here and we could start now.
1: Yes. And I'll just sub
0: on you guys. at halftime. It was
1: like, like so I, Harry Kane to score like the most, inconsequential goal of Harry, Kane. like it's just the embodiment yeah, it, it, of his it, career.
0: Had, uh, you know, pad the,
1: pad the stats good for him, you know, and, and honestly the
0: credit to him Kane basically showed the only grit in the entire game to try and have something mm-hmm. to cling on for those, for those supporters. But we of course then said, all right, well we gave you that and now we're going to get it back. And within what it was, it was, seven, eight minutes, the, the five goal, you know, margin was restored. Like, and it's so funny how ingrained, not winning is in us, because I'm telling you at 5-1, my head was, oh no, <laughs> oh no. Like, when I understand that in any normal person, and as I almost was like, say two minds. Like my Newcastle mind is like, oh no. But my like sane person mind is like, we have destroyed them, and we're going to destroy them by more. Like, that's what anyone normal would right. be thinking about. We're just accustomed to being concerned as though something is gonna happen, but no, like nothing, nothing will happen. Um, other than more of the same, which is like, I had probably sent them out and said, listen, it's five, nothing. Go try to make it 10. If you get caught on the counter, tighten it up a little bit, Yep. but go have fun. And I think that's exactly what happened. And all right, you know, credit to them. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know what else to say. Um, I, 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 just, I can see myself watching those first 20, 22 minutes a thousand more times before I'm die- I'm dead. Um, and that wouldn't yeah. be enough. Of course, by that point, there will be far more, um, you know, to, to watch and enjoy. But this was really so, up there in top moments of my life. It was so so cool. Um, it was just really cool. It was a good day. Yeah. I don't know. I don't. I don't have analysis. There is no way. Can you analyze this? I mean, we were better than them from the first minute to the last minute, everywhere on the pitch, everywhere beyond the pitch. Everything was levels and levels better that to me is as good of analysis as I can provide because you get into what players are doing right that theirs aren't but what's the point everything is better
1: yeah I was gonna say I mean you could try to say well if Spurs with three at the back but you stop there because you we both just had subpar results last week and so Spurs could have watched that tape and said we're gonna do this to attack Newcastle but they said we're gonna do this because we want to do this uh, yeah. and it's like I don't care what they did. We took it to them, and we were miles better. Like you said, every single part on and off the pitch, we were better. So, And it was it was amazing, and I don't think there's anything more to kind of analyze other than this was a, a concrete moment of, yep, Newcastle are better than Spurs and above them, um, and they'll finish this season above them. Hopefully, you know, at least a couple spots for sure.
0: Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I hope that uh, it doesn't take another however many months for us to get back on the um, yes. um, computer phone or whatever and talk about this stuff. Obviously, we missed, um, you know, the perspective of, of Morgan today, which would have been great. And also the perspective of Adam, which would have been <laughs> fucking his, um, our, our resident Spurs fan um, who, you know, um, took this all like a like a gentleman would, and, you know, that. <laughs> That's really all you can do. Um, like someone that's experienced I, Spursy yeah. moments
1: in his past or something.
0: Yeah, I I think so. It <laughs> seems like more of the same, uh, if not worse for them, and, and we're trending in a slightly different direction. So yeah. uh yeah. Cheers because the future is as bright is nay brighter than I had said we, yeah. the last time we were on this podcast. Um, nice. I what did I say? I said we would we were we would definitely finish above six. Maybe Champions League. I, I mean, I I guess I stand by it, but even more so.
1: Yeah, I'm um, more confident now. Yeah,
0: but again, yeah. I mean, it's a big week, right? Like, we I don't know what the deal is with with shares injury. Hopefully, it's not too bad. That could hurt us. Um, you know, he's a fantastic player, uh, but I do expect that if they just go and manage to knock off Everton and dispatch Southampton and just keep getting results. That this is going to come and and it should come by a should be a reasonable gap.
1: Yeah, and I mean honestly, like we have a they have a game in hand, but like we're I mean we're eleven points behind Man City. Who who
0: is a who is a game in hand?
1: Man City. I I, uh. No, I'm just saying. I'm just looking. Like we're eleven seems like a lot, but like Man City are a fake thing. So like for us to be that close to them is pretty ridiculous. Like. That's how yeah, no, I. I it's, it's just your point. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's just cool to see like, oh, we're like, we're looking like it's like, oh, Everton are, are where we typically are <laughs> like just grinding. Yeah, out no, we're, and...
0: we're yeah. to your point th- that the gap between us and city is significant, but yeah. not insurmountable in the sense that a few like their team can't get much better, whereas ours actually can. Right. The, the 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 system maybe can't necessarily improve and the management can't necessarily improve but the uh, the players who are executing it can and and so we should be able to you know uh close that gap sooner than i think any
1: anyone anyone thought yeah exactly yeah the potential to do like for Eddie, how to do more with literally more like i'm squeezing everything yeah, i can out also, of this yeah we
0: also have to remember um how much harder it is when you're balancing
1: yes 12 for sure matches. Totally. I'm glad it's, I'm, I'm glad it's trending towards not being Europa league because that just feels felt like it would have been such a drain as we've seen. with Yeah. Some teams no, it, stuck yeah. They're,
0: they're all drains, but the Europa league is almost like a thankless drain.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Whereas you
0: get, you know what you pay for or, or what you're getting paid for with, with champions league. Right. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, the point that we've always made is city are a complete team all the way down to their 20, the 25th man in their roster. Yep. We are not that. Um, and so that's where the improvements should happen, should begin. Uh, of course, with with a few key pieces. But I mean, we're going to have lots of exciting times to talk about recruitment. For now, we just enjoy three points over over our closest um, rival for the spot that we know yep. we need to be in. And I hope now the focus is on locking down or, or securing third place.
1: Yeah, that, that's what I would. I would like yeah that would be great we've got a 20 goal difference lead on them on, on Man United so if we get some results I think we can I think we can hold them off for third
0: well that, that said if you ask me what I what I take um, United getting three points when they play Spurs soon I would tell you yeah. yes
1: Yeah, for sure
0: alright good stuff All right, man. Fun yeah. Talk-
1: yeah it was good to catch up and we'll talk soon and- thanks for
0: listening everybody Bye. hope you guys had as
1: great of a day as we did yes All right, man. Talk to you
0: later.